Hello and welcome to your Divine Uniqueness Show. If you'd like to listen to live episodes and interact with our speakers, you can go to yourdivineuniqueness.com. Your, Y-O-U-R, Divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, Uniqueness, U-N-I-Q-U-E-N-E-S-S.com. Hello everyone, this is Monsef Afkar and thank you so much for joining us today in this new call of Your Divine Uniqueness. Very excited that you're here with us and um, yeah, that we are connecting again here on the show. And also very, very excited that um, uh, Kelly, uh, sorry, Kelly Sullivan Walden, did I pronounce it correctly? You did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was perfect. Oh yeah. So I'm excited that, that Kelly is here with us on the show for the first time. Um, yeah, also very excited about what she will be sharing with us, and and the subject it, it's really um, how to say it's it's very important and very powerful and also fun at the at the same time. So very excited about that. And uh, for those of you who are new to her, she is an award-winning dreams expert, celebrity dreams analyst, international best-selling author, and inspirational speaker. And today we'll be talking about understanding the language of dreams and um, how to use that to guide you to, to embody your, your divine uniqueness. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, um, it's really like dreams. It's, it's something that's, that's really powerful that we can tap into that can help us um, to take our life to the next level, to really uh, maybe process or help manifest, process things that, that we struggle with or help manifest things that, that we really dream of. And yeah, it's it's really um, yeah, it's it's really something really powerful that's that's that we can use in in our daily life, and um, yeah, so we'll be talking about that, and also later in the second part of the call we'll have a Q and A where you can ask your questions. So as always, uh, if you want to ask your question um, and you are on the phone or the web call, you can raise your hand by pressing star two, and if you are on the webcast page, you can type in your questions on the question box. And um, before we start, I would love to share with you a little bit more about Kelly. So Kelly Sullivan Walden is on a mission to awaken the world to the power of dreams. She is the multi-award winning author of the Hero's Journey Dream Oracle Cards, Journal, Meditations, and App, as well as a Walden Award nominee. As a dream expert, Kelly is a regular guest on many national talk shows, including the Dr. Oz show, the Real, Bethany, Coast to Coast, and Hallmark's uh, Home and Family. Kelly is the author of Dream Oracle Car uh, Cards, Dream Goddess Empowerment Deck, Awakened Dreamer Oracle Cards, and 10 books, including bestsellers, Chicken Soup uh, for the Soul Dreams and the Unexplainable, Chicken Soup for the Soul Dreams and Premonitions, I Had the Strangest Dream, It's All in Your Dreams, Dreaming Heaven, and the Love, Sex, and Relationship Dream Dictionary. And uh, yeah, so, so with that, Kelly, welcome to the show. Very happy to have you with us. Thank you so much, Monsef. And I just have to say, I'm, I love your voice, and I love your lovely accent, and I love thank the you. theme of, of this show. So thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, so very, very excited about, about today's call. And um, 
So yeah, I shared um, a little bit about you from your bio. Um, would you like to maybe to share more about your work uh, for those of our audience who are new to you? Oh, sure. Um, let me see. Wow. There's so many different ways to get in. I guess I'll just say that like most kids growing up, most of us have a vivid dream recall because the veil between worlds is thin for kids and we don't really, we're not all that logical and concrete. We think figuratively, we think symbolically, naturally. We haven't, we hadn't lost that ability. And that was true for me. I had a very vivid dream recall. I grew up with four sisters, five girls in the family all together, no boys. And my sister closest to me in age, uh, Shannon, was somebody who shared dreams with me. On occasion, we would have we would show up in the same dream. When we would compare dream reports, we would it would turn out that we had been in a very very bizarre places, but it, we would know we had both been there. We had seen each other, and or we could describe the scenery, even though it was just in a dream. There was no relationship to it in waking life. So because of that, I think my interest in dreams was particularly intense. And and then there was a dream drought in my 20s. I went into the entertainment business and somehow fell under the mistaken idea that it was more important to please everybody externally and become what everybody wanted me to be. So I sort of shoved my dreams and my intuition aside, which was very tragic and unfortunate, and I don't recommend it, but it was part of my path. And I think sometimes we we negate a gift, we push it away because we maybe take it for granted, at least I did. Mm -hmm. And then when it goes away, we think, oh my God, what have I done? And I hit a crisis point in my mid-20s, went into therapy, I wanted to die, I didn't want to be on the planet because I felt like I had lost such connection with my essential, unique, and my vital energy. And my dreams had been gone and getting into therapy, learning about all the spiritual modalities, all the 12-step programs, every self-help seminar. I was, I just dove in and that became my full-time job, basically, when I wasn't then working at a restaurant. And at some point, I got my dreams back. And once they came back, they came back very intensely and lots of nightmares, kind of because it was like I had clogged up the flow. And so in order to get unclogged, it was just intense dreams. But once I got through those and worked through those, I had a wonderful therapist at the time that told me a nightmare is an unfinished dream. And she taught me that I could, I could pick up my dream where it left off and I could engage in it and end it in such a way that gave me power instead of left me feeling powerless. And eventually I stepped out of the entertainment business in the traditional sense as an actress and, and a singer and dancer. And I became a therapist. I became a hypnotherapist. And I so I had gone back to school, got my trade. And, and hypnotherapy very much is about the subconscious mind, which is our dreaming mind. So it sort of made sense that I would focus on working with clients on their dreams because I knew how valuable those were. And that was about 25 years ago. And since then, I have narrowed my, the road has narrowed in many ways. I'm interested in a million things, but my focus has been very much on the subconscious mind, 
the dreams as the language of the subconscious mind, which is, according to the American Hypnosis Association, the conscious mind is a mere 12% of our mind's power, whereas our subconscious dreaming mind is 88% of our mind's power. And I would even add to that, but it's our more intelligent, genius, creative, wise self that thinks way beyond the box, that doesn't see a problem, that has solutions everywhere. And when we tap into this part of our mind, and we can do that by simply paying attention to nighttime dreams and decoding them, that's one of the muscles we can build to have more access. And when we do this, we find ourselves living much more in, I think, the great possibility of of what we're doing here as humans, not merely here to, to survive and solve problems and dog paddle and barely make it, but we're here to really thrive and explore and expand the great possibilities of what we came here to do. So I think dreams is one way to help us do that and one very special way that we can all do to help us get there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really amazing. And, uh, um, it's 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 like a really really um, huge word that we can tap into and um, we can benefit from. And so you you mentioned like um, some of the benefits. And my question is maybe just in in the beginning for for someone because in general like um, in different societies how we approach dreams is just we sleep and we experience experience them and that's it. It's not something that we think about like leveraging or maybe there is something there that we can um, tap into. So um, for someone who is, who is starting to learn about that, um, how can, can, can they approach, approach dreams? Oh, that's a great, great, great question. And it's, it's just so funny as you were saying that and asking that question, I, I got this kind of cartoon image in my mind of, of, of the typical human that's kind of wandering through life feeling bereft, feeling sad, feeling lonely, feeling not abundant enough, not enough, not enough, when really if they could just tap in a little bit, like just open up their eyes, they would see that they are surrounded by so many blessings, so many gifts, so much goodness, so much wealth and all the things that we want. It's like they're here, but we have to we have to elevate our consciousness just a tiny bit to be able to tap in. It's kind of like we need a, a PIN number to access our our bank's ATM without and we have to go to the bank and we have to use we have to use it. Otherwise it just sits there. Just because we have yeah. wealth, if we don't tap into it, we don't get to access it. So with dreams, one simple way that we could say is equivalent to tapping in your your PIN number at the bank at your ATM is to pay attention to your dreams and in the very least notice even one symbol that you get from any night's sleep. And if you're somebody who doesn't typically remember dreams, that's okay. You can even use your waking life as a dream because it's we're dreaming all the time. But you can think about anything bizarre that happens to you. Like we're in Mercury retrograde right now and um, we could even say, like, yeah. if something bizarre happens, if a communication just falls apart or you can't find your phone or it's like, okay, well, that's a symbol. That's the universe talking to you as well. But I can give an example from a dream that I just recently had because so we could say that it's it's easy 
to pay attention to our dreams when we're in that vibration, when we're in that mode. But when we're not, we kind of go into this very concrete perspective where we see things very logically, and that's fine. We need that. But in order to maximize and understand our dreams, we have to think symbolically. So I literally had a dream the other night. This was so simple, and I didn't get it at first because I I also look at my dreams from my concrete mind. But in my dream, I was building a wall, and I had this little tiny kind of a satchel, kind of a more like a like a pitcher. Let's say it's a pitcher of magic. It had all kinds of sparkly stuff in it. And I knew that there was only enough magic for a tiny portion of the wall. Like if I was going to put it in the concrete in the wall, there was only a little bit. But I had the great idea to to pour in all the magic into all of the cement, into the mixer, so that the magic would go into the whole cement and it would fill up the whole wall. And when I woke up, I thought, that was so weird. What was that all about? And then I thought, okay, let's just break this down. Oh, what's a wall? A wall, I mean, I like to think of myself as not, not having any walls. Even though my name is Walden, I think of, I want to have wall down, wall done. I don't want a wall <laughs> done. Like, I don't want walls around me. But the, it's actually really important to have boundaries. And I've found myself, I go in and out of sometimes needing to set them with certain people that 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 don't um, necessarily intuit them organically. Let's just say that in a very nice way where I have to actually set boundaries and I don't want to have to do that. It's easier to just be like, Hey, let's just love each other. So if I'm going to set a boundary, if I'm going to build a wall, I want there to be magic in it. I want there to be love and I want it to be permeable. I don't want it to be just horrible. So, and I also thought, wow, what, what goes into this wall that separates the bricks is this concrete. And I was just talking about the concrete mind that's very logical. I'm wanting to mix the whole point of doing dream work is to mix magic with the concrete so that we don't just either or it's not like we're living only in the logical concrete world or we're living in the airy fairy magical land, but we need both. So I thought, oh, my God, this dream is so helpful to me. I can, I can, it's giving me guidance that it's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to build a wall, but I'm mixing magic in it. So I don't have to feel guilty. I don't have to feel bad. And it actually is like kind of a walking meditation for me to think about this magical wall where I'm mixing concrete with that, with the magic. And I get to have my space. I get to have my space and I get to have connection as well. So, um, does that make sense? <laughs> I just went yeah, really no, wild no, on you for a second. <laughs> you following me? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm following. <laughs> so it's very simple. You just take yeah. take a dream, like any, and you can maybe give me an example, or maybe there's some of the people listening that have, even if it's if it's not a full blown dream, even if it's just one symbol that's strange to them, we can shine a light on it, looking at it from a symbolic perspective, and in the process of doing that. We stand, without realizing it, on the bridge between worlds. In talking about symbolism, we go from the concrete to the abstract, and we actually get to stand in that place of both and. And that gives us access to not just the 12% logical aspect of our mind, but it also gives us access to the 88%, which is our dreaming mind. So ultimately, it makes us smarter. 
It makes us a better intuitor. It makes us a better navigator of our lives. And so those are some simple things we can do. Just simply remember a dream each day, at the very least one symbol, and then shine a light on it by, you can look it up symbolically. I've got some dream dictionaries um, that you can use, or just ask yourself, what does this symbol mean to me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's really, really interesting. And as you mentioned, um, symbols. So, is our dreams like it's like the messages and things that happen are, are all symbols, or they can be like real reflection of what can happen in in our awakened life? Right. I think I think every once in a while we get a very very direct message that is super clear, super plain. It's like almost like a billboard that spells out the message that we're supposed to pay attention to. But I think those moments are very rare. It's kind of like um, psychics. Most of the time, most psychics also work symbolically. They'll, They'll be, or a psychic medium, for example, they'll be tapping into somebody on the other side and they'll get a bunch of symbols and they're like, why don't you just spell it out like we're, like a text message? Wouldn't that be nice? We think with our logical mind, but when we think about it, Really, a symbol is a thousand words, whereas a regular conversation is one slow word at a time. And that's kind of the density that we operate on in the third dimension. But if we tap into the language of symbols, we'd realize it's a much more expeditious way to communicate. So it's, um, so that's, and I'm not even sure what question you asked. I just went off on a tangent. So. See what happens? The bridge is slippery. <laughs> That's my excuse. <laughs> yeah, my my question was was answered, and and also I, I love how how you explained symbols because I agree it's. Um, like symbols can can um how to say can explain or describe in in a, it's in a much larger way than just direct text if we need to describe what the symbols mean like we need so so many words uh so it's maybe like you said it's it's um maybe it's uh, sometimes it can be easier to use symbols than direct words it's efficient it's mm-hmm. harder right, to understand exactly. i mean like you okay so what you asked was about the direct communication. And I think no matter what we dream about, we need to just take note of it, pay attention. And I I always like to say sort of tongue in cheek, don't take your dreams lying down. Don't like, don't throw them away just because they don't initially make sense. Take them all in as if it was Einstein that was sending you a coded message. If, If Einstein was sending you a message and you didn't understand it, you wouldn't throw it away. You would know, okay, it's up to me to raise my level of intelligence to match that vibration that he's on. And then once I match that, then, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. So we have to imagine that it's our own inner Einstein that is dreaming through us. And if we are so lucky to have a printed out, perfectly articulated message, then that's great. Consider that a freebie, but don't expect it to be that way. If it comes that way, then then take note of it for sure, acknowledge it and act on it. But don't don't cry 
and pretend that you and, and say, oh, I don't get any good dreams just because they're symbolic. It just means that you, the ball's in your court to raise your level of vibration a little bit higher so that suddenly you're perceiving in a more symbolic way. And once you get there, it's like, ah, oh, my God. So imagine it's kind of like if you're having, I don't know if it's like this with you, Monsef, but sometimes I'll be in like an ordinary mood, just not nothing big going on, not not emotional at all. And then all of a sudden a song will come on the radio and I'll all of a sudden find myself in tears or it's like something just will happen. And all of a sudden it's like I switch wavelength and I'm in this much more emotional feeling place. And it was some symbol, some little thing that switched that. And then all of a sudden, that's how the world gets colored in that. And it's almost like living in two totally different worlds. So it really just, it's really all different aspects of us. It's like within us, we all have different radio stations within us. And sometimes we're just plugged into a very concrete, rational, logical radio station. And other times we're plugged into something that is so passionate and so exciting and so wild and we think how could we have ever felt otherwise but the truth is is that we're we're all of those things it's just it's much more enjoyable i think when i'm in my dreaming mind self than when i'm only in the concrete but ultimately it's about mixing them together like my dream just taught me mm-hmm. yeah that's that's um yeah that's that's really wonderful and um also, after maybe sometime having more experience and and um, like being more aware of, of of our dreams, can we uh, can we then like choose the experience that we can have in in our dreams, or it's it's more about just allowing it to happen and receive what we need to receive? Great question, and this is this is where the dream manifesting comes in, because I think mm-hmm. there is. Um, one of my dear friends and my publicist, Steve Allen, he one of his famous quotes is, control your controllables. So that really means about 1% of our life. <laughs> but do that 1%. Do that little bit that you do have some control over. And the rest, surrender to the magic, surrender to the wisdom of dreams. So we can assert some control or direction we could say with our dreams we can use our own emotions so for example let's say that you are um i don't know let's say maybe you want to travel because you you're tired of the of staying in one place because of the pandemic the pandemic lasting so long so maybe you're like gosh i want to travel but i don't know when i don't know how i need i really miss seeing somebody so so think about that before you go to sleep and in fact in my dream manifesting class i talk about the different ways that you can that you can shine a light on the thing that you want to create or the the breakthrough that you want to have with regards to your health your wealth your your family your creative expression your success whatever that is you think about it very specifically and in dream manifesting you'll get a lot more detail but this is a nutshell of it think about what you want and as best as you can distill what you're wanting your dreams to support you with as if you were going to sit in front of the world's greatest psychic you want to before you show up you want to have your question in mind you want to know what you want you don't want to sit there in front of them and say i don't know so you have to spend a little moment thinking about what do i want what do i want my dreams to help me with 
so you articulate it and get very clear. And if you can, solidify it down to a symbol. So, for example, I think about this because I love Paris. And the next time I, I, I love it when I go there, it's just such a magical place mm-hmm. for me. So I think about maybe the, the icon or the symbol is the Eiffel Tower. So I want to see the Eiffel Tower in my mind's eye and get excited about it and just feel the magic of what that symbolizes. It's never about the thing itself, but it's about what it symbolizes. It just, it's beauty. It's, it's power. It's, it's self-expression. It's, it's this, Joie de vie. <laughs> it's all of these things that I love. <laughs> and so I think about that and then go to sleep. And then let your dreams take over from there. And then when you wake up in the morning, your job, your job is to sleep and dream. And that part is mostly easy for most people. And if you need help with that, I've got some dream sleep meditations for free on my website, kellysullivanwalden.com. Just sign up there. You can get those to help you get a better night's sleep. But your job in the morning is to wake up and to remember at least one symbol from your dream. And consider that it's a clue, as if you were a detective putting together clues to solve a case. It's a clue to help you manifest or dreamifest this this thing that you're wanting to have the breakthrough in. So if you dream about, I mean, you might dream about a way to be able to make money. You might be able to dream about um, somebody that you know that has frequent flyer miles. Or you might all of a sudden remember a friend of yours now lives in, in Paris. Maybe you can come visit them. Whatever that might be, you'll, there's going to be some clue that your dream will reveal. And you have to pay attention to that, journal about that, connect those dots, and then take action on on that. Yeah. And maybe this is a good time to bring up my new fancy dream formula that could be helpful with how to unpack a remembered dream. Would that work for you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of flying off to places, obviously I've got travel on my mind, um, Paris and thinking of wanting to dream about traveling. So this dream interpretation formula is called Jet Set <laughs> and it's an acronym, J-E-T-S-E-T. And so not only is it a kind of an image of you being able to go somewhere with your dreams, knowing that your dreams all come in the support of you being able to take flight in your life. This is also a very quick way to be able to, quick like a jet, to be able to get you from not knowing, not having any idea what your dream is telling you about, to all of a sudden getting to a place where you can land in a new land and have some new insight. So I'm happy to give you my my formula. Um, do you have a dream that you'd like me to use this as an example for, or um, how would you like to do this? Should I just tell you the formula and let people figure it out, or do we have an example? Um, maybe, maybe first, maybe um, share the formula, and then sure. uh, for our audience, if they have an example, they can share it with us. Okay, perfect. So, um, okay. You got it. Okay, so J is for just the facts, ma'am. This is just just the facts. So in your own journal, when you're when you're writing your dreams down or in the dream app that you have or if you're sharing it with a friend, just stick to the facts. Like just the bare bones, like I just like I shared with you. There was a little bit of magic in a in a sort of picture. There was I had my job was to build a wall and put bricks up. But I decided to add the magic into the cement mixer so that it, there could be magic sprinkled in, even if it was diluted, throughout this wall. 
So that would be the just the facts, ma'am. And then the E is for the emotion or the energy. In my case, in that dream, it was a, it was kind of a, it was both kind of I was resisting the wall, but then I found the magic to give me an uplifting and upbeat feeling. And it felt actually very solution-ish. So it was a good feeling. And then the T is for the title of the dream as if it were a movie. So in my case, I would say it's the, it's the adding magic to the concrete. And then the S is for the standout symbol. So this is where you can take a very long drawn out dream and distill it into the symbol or, or a couple of symbols that are the most intriguing or curious to you. So in, in my case, in this dream, I would say it was the, it was just the watching the mixture of the magic and the concrete. And then I ask people, what does that symbol mean to you? Um, not, what does it mean to anybody else? But what does that mean to you? And I've already described what that means to me. It's very much about kind of my my ongoing message in in life is to is to be a bridge person that blends both things, the magic and the concrete. Keep it down to earth, but also make sure you tap into that magic and have both. And then the next E is for enlighten. So if every dream comes to us in the service of health, healing, and wholeness. In other words, our dreams are helping us to connect with our, for us to be able to become the most enlightened version of ourselves possible. And I like that your this summit, this this program that you're doing is about your divine uniqueness. And in some way, we could say that it even helps you to tap into your divine uniqueness because when we are most enlightened, when we're being our best, there's something very, very much that is one of a kind about the way that we're being we're we're not tapping in necessarily in a general way but we we're finding our way through the narrow into the narrow of our marrow that that way of being that is our signature fingerprint our unique way of showing up on this planet so that's kind of one way of looking at at the enlighten how how we can get to that more unique place and that's when our lives become truly magical and then the last t in the formula is for how will you take it to the streets how are you going to take action on this dream in other words what will you do tangibly with this dream so in my case sometimes journaling about it is one way to to really anchor it into the waking world and i haven't actually figured out how i'm going to what else i'll do that will be tangible um but i'm thinking that there's some there's actually some crystals that i have that I feel like I want to carry with me and maybe just carry, put some of them in my pocket as I go out into my world today. And and I'll be on the lookout, the last T, by the way, is to also be on the lookout for for the ways that you can take it to the streets. When, when you notice a synchronistic moment, if I see somebody that's building a wall, for example, or if I, if I come upon some cement or something that looks like magic, I'm going to stop and notice it and notice who I'm around, notice what I'm doing. And know that the universe is communicating in those moments. So jet set, just the facts. The E is for emotion. T, what's the title as if it were a movie. S for the standout symbols. E for enlighten. And T for take it to the streets. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Katie. And um, 
Yeah, it's it really like it, it makes it uh, much easier um, for the mind to understand it and also to to um, how, to how to approach this uh, this experience like approach our dreams. So really, thank you, thank you so much. And uh, and everyone, um, so in in a little bit we start taking questions. If if you have a question or you have an example of a dream you, you want to share about, if you are um, on the phone or the web call, you can raise your hand by pressing star two and I will unmute you. And if you are on the webcast page, you can type in your questions on the question box. And um, can you then the time to, to receive questions from our audience? I would love if um, you can tell us um, more about the Dream of Estin, uh, program that, sure. that we are offering here on the show. And uh, everyone, I invite you to visit the link yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash Kelly, yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash Kelly. K-E-L-L-Y. Or you can click on the special offer button, which is on the webcast page or later on the replay page. So, um, yes, okay. I would love if you can tell us more and what our audience will, will experience uh, during this program. Sure. Well, it's one of the most important things, I think, in the work that I do is, is I mean, people are busy. There's a lot pulling on our attention these days. And and paying attention to dreams might seem like just one more thing to add to a list. People aren't going to do it unless there's something important to be gained from that time that we spend paying attention to dreams. And what I so to me, I'm I'm always trying to make things as accessible as possible. Dreamifesting is really that sweet spot between kind of the, we could say the airy fairy and the nitty gritty part of ourselves, the part of us that is that that is very abstract and the part of us that is down to earth. It's really where our dreams can help us manifest the things that we want in our lives with more grace and efficacy. Like to just be able to get those things that we want when we want them as, as much as we can. It's part of the part of the formula of controlling our controllables because a lot of us want a whole if if i asked you to say what is it that you want you'd probably write a whole list of all the things that you want and most people would would say it's like this list has been going on for a very long time in other words there's a lot of people even people listening to this that are very much on a spiritual path that are very advanced seekers there's still to some degree when you think about the things that you want, it's like, wow, there's, you're kind of living without those things. You're doing without saving them up for New Year's Day when you make that, that big intention, that New Year's resolution. But mostly we just get used to not having those things that we really want. And dreamifesting is, is, is a way of saying, no, you don't have to go without. Systematically take one of those things at a time. So my suggestion before you take the dream of festing class so people can do this right now is to just make that list of all the things that you want. Take the time to do that. So if you're listening to this recording, pause it. Like if you get this later, you can pause it after you've made your long list, then identify the top five things that are really most meaningful to you. That would really like if you had those things, it would just, it would feel like heaven on earth to you. So your top five things. And then pick pick the number one thing. Pick the one thing out of that that would be the most impactful. And let and start with that. So let that be the first thing that you use in dreamifesting. Dreamifesting is most 
it works best when you just focus on one thing at a time. It can't just be an overall in general thing. But if you take that one thing that you really want in the Dreamifesting class, in the, the, the workshop that you get, and you get a big discount when you get it through your divine uniqueness, um, you, you dive into the details. There's a meditation that takes you very deep into the embodiment of the having, the being inside of that. And you listen to that meditation as you drift off to sleep. So it's the last thing you think about, feel about, imagine as you're going to sleep. So you're not processing the news or a scary Netflix show you've been watching. It's kind of like adding a bunch of debris that makes it harder for you to dream a fest. You let this be the last thing you think about, feel about, and let that take you into dreaming. And then when you wake up, there's a formula that you listen to as in, there's another meditation on the back end, kind of a bookend to help you process what that dream was once you've written it down so you can decode it again and then know what action steps to take. So there's there's um, several things in the dream of festing about how to set yourself up before bedtime because that's really the where it's at, setting this, the setup before you go to sleep is the primary way to be able to leverage your dreams, to be able to help you not just have an understanding of what you want, but to actually be able to affect change. There have been instances where people are so good at this, where they get so focused and so clear about what they want, and they so embody it before they go to sleep, that they wake up and they notice that things have just changed in their life. There isn't much that needs to be done any longer because there's a change alchemically that happens in the dreaming if you if you set yourself up well enough does that make sense yes yes absolutely it does and uh yeah actually you, you answered I, I had a question and and you answered it about how to prepare <laughs> for it and especially if we have a maybe a stressful day that's um yeah yeah that was a really amazing answer <laughs> thank you yeah you're so welcome and i think even if you if you do, like if there's steps, if you wanted to, especially after a stressful day, I would say it's important to not sugarcoat anything and not just go from yucky, yucky energy to like happy, 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 because it doesn't necessarily work that way. We're yeah. kind of fighting against ourselves. So the step would be if you can do some journaling before you go to sleep to just get let yourself vent, let yourself howl and cry and scream and rage whatever is upsetting you like put it on the page get it out of your system as much as possible do some writing so that you're not ignoring it you're not just sugarcoating it and then once you're done with that list or or that vent then write a list of at least 10 things that you're grateful for and this begins to bridge the gap between the upset and it starts to get you more into that serotonin rich place of feeling more peaceful, more happy, with a gratitude list of what is working, what is going well. There's always hundreds, thousands of things that are going well. We can pick at least 10. And then from there, focus from a place of gratitude on what it is you want, what's next, what the thing is that you want to focus on in your dreaming. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Kelly. And uh, really, I'm, I'm so grateful to you that uh, you are offering this program to our audience, um, because yeah, many times we we try to do like uh, something on our, on our own, but at some points, if we don't have guidance yeah. or um, 
maybe some clear steps that we can follow. Uh, we get confused and then we just give up on it. But when we have a program from someone like you, who he's like, it's it's your expertise and it's lifelong experience. It's it's like makes makes the the journey much more easier and much more graceful. And it's it feels like we are more flowing um, mm -hmm. through this uh, experience. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that that we are offering this uh, mm -hmm. on on the show. And um, and yeah, so everyone, um, I highly recommend that that you sign up for this program, the Manifesting program. And uh, again, the the link is yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash Kelly, yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash Kelly, K E L L Y. Or you can click on the special offer button, which is on the webcast page, or later on the replay page. Wonderful. Um, so yeah, Kelly, can we take questions from the audience? Of course. Okay, all right. So um, yeah, again, everyone, if you are on the phone or the web call, you can raise your hand by pressing start two. And if you are on the webcast page, you can type in your questions on the question box. So we have a caller from Washington, phone number ending with 4298. Hello. Hi. 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 What is your name? Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. Um, my question is, is I'm going through a lot of transformation right now, and I have a tough time remembering my dreams. Mm. And I'm wondering if you have any suggestions on, um, although I've released a lot of things, overcoming limiting beliefs so that you can program all these new wonderful things to come to be in your dreams and in your conscious state. Mm, great questions. Thank you. Okay, so first, the two different things. Um, having a tough time remembering dreams. Here's a few things you can do to prime the pump. First of all, it's not uncommon to not remember dreams because it's they they slip so quickly in those early morning moments. So part of the practice is to have it be the first thing on your mind when you wake up. And what gets in the way of that is there's normally a whole bunch of other things that pop into mind the moment we first wake up. So, um, you know, whatever you do, don't go to social media, don't go to the news, don't don't take any other form of input in the morning. My, if if you wake up and you think, ah, oh, man, I have nothing, my dream just slipped away, then just lay there for a moment and notice the first thing that does come to mind. Like, what what are you? What are you thinking about in that bridge moment? We're always thinking something. There's never a blank moment in our mind. And it might be, well, this isn't dreaming, but I am thinking about grandma, or I am thinking about the color blue, or I am thinking about, wow, it would be really good to eat a eat a croissant later today. I don't know. I've got France <laughs> on the mind. But there, there, there's some thought that shows up in the in those mourn in those moments so at least get in the habit of writing that thought down so i would give you the assignment for one week to write down something when you wake up in the morning whether it's a remembered dream or whether it's just a first thought and i my my assumption my assertion is that by the end of a week you will have a dream or at least a, at least a symbol at least a piece of a dream that will come through in your, either your journaling or I, mean, I write it on my phone. I usually use the voice app in the notes. 
section just because mm. it's easier so that I don't, I don't have to. It's hard to read my writing in the early morning, honest, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> when I'm still in a dreamy state, it's hard to, like, I can write a whole story and I'll have no idea what I just wrote. So typing it in or using the voice to text feature is a wonderful way to record most of it. Sometimes it misinterprets what I'm saying, but when I go back and look at it, I can I can figure out what I was what I was trying to say. Um, so that's part of it. How does that part sound before we get to part two? That sounds wonderful. Very inspiring. Okay. And here's one other way to remember dreams. If you are some, do you wake up to an alarm or do you wake up um, whenever you want? Um, kind of both. <laughs> okay. So if if you sometimes have to wake up to an alarm, set your alarm 15 minutes before you really do need to wake up. Um, or even a half an hour if you can. So at least 15 minutes. So when the alarm goes off, you're you're allowed to snooze. And during that time that you're snoozing, you'll likely go back to sleep, but it won't be as deep a sleep as you had been in. And in that lighter sleep, you're you're going to be a bit lucid, and you're going to be thinking, okay, I really want to remember a dream from this state. So there's so it's almost like fishing in the ocean and all of a sudden the fish are a little closer to the surface and you can sort of see them so it's a little easier to catch so though so pay attention even if you don't get a dream that you remember from a deep sleep state try to give yourself that little 15 minutes of light sleep that you might be able to catch something even one little piece one little fish from from that early morning um last 15 minutes of sleep Okay. And write it down. Okay, so now about the limiting beliefs. So tell me a little bit more about what you mean by this. I mean, this this is a general topic that I would say every human is struggling with this. It's a it's a function of living in 3D, I believe. But is there a particular belief that you have or a way that that manifests for you? Um I think it's a contradiction that I'm not always believing what I feel that I'm supposed to, like, I don't know if I deserve it or if I'm really uh, worthy of that or um, mm. I I feel like I should be stepping into, I know things that I'm supposed to be stepping into, okay. um, but I, I'm not sure that it's really real. You know what I mean? <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, great. So you, so to me, it, it's so funny. There's a, there was a saying I heard a long time ago that it's only really good mothers that worry that they're not good enough mothers. So I think people who feel like they're not doing enough, not being enough are probably the ones that are really doing and being quite a lot. So I imagine that you're in that camp, the fact that this would even be a concern for you. Even if there is, we're always on the edge. There's always more. So here's my assignment for you. Um, I w I'm going to give you the assignment of doing a reverse bucket list exercise. So what this is, most of us have some kind of a bucket list or have some kind of at least a running list in our mind of all the things that we want and all the things we need to do in our lives in order to feel like we've really lived um, a life that we're proud of. And that list can be sometimes very long and sometimes very daunting. Doing the reverse bucket list is where you take a, take a half an hour to an hour to review the life that you've lived so far and where you make a list of all the things that you've already done that had you had the foresight, you would have put those things on a bucket list and you've done them. So 
even if they're things that aren't necessarily scaling Mount Kilimanjaro, but it might have been that time that you really loved somebody or that time when you really allowed somebody to love you or um, the, when you found that really special seashell on the ocean. Just think about some things that were really, really precious in your life that you've experienced thus far. Put them on your reverse bucket list and read that as um, as a little bedtime story before you go to sleep. And I think that will fill you with an esteem that will give you a sense of not the limiting beliefs will kind of disappear because you'll think, oh, my God, I'm pretty kick ass. Look at all that I've done. Look at all who I am. I had no idea. I was so I was like anorexic thinking I was skinny I and mean, thinking I was fat, but I was really skinny the whole time. It's like I'm thinking I haven't done much in my life. Look at all I've done. I'm amazing. And see, see how that works. Let me know. Send me an email at Kelly at Kelly Sullivan Walden dot com and and let me know. And by the way, while I'm on this, go to Kelly Sullivan Walden dot com. And there's a there's a little um, box that pops up. And if you fill in your email address there, you get a free meditation from me that is um, a luminous humanness meditation. That's also definitely a self-esteem builder to listen to as you go to sleep to remove oh. limited beliefs. Oh, wonderful. Because I know in my mind, logically, they're silly, you know, but I yeah. still feel like they get away. Because um, you're human. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Could you repeat your email once again? Sure. It's it's my name um, with, so it's my name. It's Kelly at, and then Kelly Sullivan Walden.com. So it's Kelly with a Y, K-E-L-L-Y Sullivan as in Ed, if you're, if you know who Ed Sullivan used to be, I'm dating myself. Um, S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N and then Walden as in pond, W-A-L-D-E-N.com. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you so very much. This Thank you, Linda. Enough. Thank you. Great question. Thank you for all the good work you're doing. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for Thank you, Linda. That's enough. Thank you. Much love to you, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Kenny. And welcome. Um, let's see. We have uh, Ayeta from Athens. Um, from wrote, where? Uh, uh, Greece. Athens or Athens? <gasps> from Greece? Oh, my sister's in Greece right now. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Hi, Ayeta. And um, she wrote a beautiful call. Uh, thank you. Uh, yes, I have a dream I want to share. Um, she cooked a meal and offered me a spoon to taste. It was delicious, but I felt that with the same spoon, she ate as well as I felt sad and fearful because she was vaccinated one. I do want to know the meaning of the dream. Thank you in advance. Okay, so let me. So she, Ayeta dreams that she cooked a meal, and then no, she. Uh, like uh, a woman cooked a meal. Oh, a woman cooked a meal for her. Yeah, and she gave her a spoon to taste. Ah, okay. So she gave her a spoon to taste, and it was delicious. But Ayeta was left feeling sad and fearful because she was vaccinated. Yeah, the woman who cooked. Because the woman was vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is um all right. So when I when I don't have the the luxury of talking to the person, I mean I would ask her yes. 
all kinds of questions about what does being vaccinated mean to her. And I would, I would have her unpack all of those things. But without having her here, I'll just step in and imagine that it's my dream. And I'll interpret it from that perspective. So if it were my dream, it, when somebody cooks me a meal in a dream, food, let me just back up. Food is about nurturing. It's about what we're feeding ourselves. So it's nurturing our mind, our body, our spirit. It's, what's, it, it's what kind of sustenance we're taking in. And it's also, if somebody is cooking for us, then it's as if we are taking in, feeding off of their, their belief systems. So if somebody has a belief system that's very different than ours, that we don't like, that we don't trust, that we don't appreciate, then we might feel like, thanks for the food, but I don't really like the consciousness that went into it. If you ever saw the movie Like Water for Chocolate, um, did you ever see that, Monsef, that movie Like Water for Chocolate? No. Oh, no, my I didn't. God, you have to see it. I highly, It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And without giving the plot away, it's very much about somebody who cooks and everything that she's feeling at the time that she cooks goes into the food. And the people who eat the food have this experience of feeling whatever she was feeling kind of multiplied. So so I would say that um, this part of me, this Ayeta part of me, maybe has mixed feelings about being vaccinated or or maybe if we even take it a step further, inside a vaccine is often the the disease or the the illness that we're trying to ward ourselves off from. It's got it's got pieces of that in it, and often we don't want we don't want any of that. We just want to we just want the stuff that feels good and clean and pure. So I would ask myself, whose whose belief systems am I buying into? Have I been have I been spoon fed, meaning that I that I've taken without really allowing my uniqueness to to have a have a say? If somebody is feeding it to me, then I feel kind of powerless. I feel maybe like I'm hungry and I need it, but I don't really want it. So maybe so this might indicate to me that I need to um, kind of like going back to my dream, build a wall, have a boundary between some energy that doesn't feel like it supports my well-being. I mean, I happen to be, you know, not to create any diversity or any, you know, change, but I happen to be somebody who is vaccinated and I and I think that being vaccinated is a good thing, but I but I also believe that we we have to honor ourselves, what's true for us. We have to honor that path. So, um it might mean that there's somebody who she's receiving insight from that she that she is feeling conflicted with and she needs to perhaps take what she wants, but leave the rest behind. That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Katie. And uh, thank you, Ayeta, for your question. Thank you, Ayeta, and um, Greece and Athens. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, I really love what you said. It's about, how to say, like, um, taking what serves us and at the same time honoring uh, others and uh and and their choice so because it's uh, everyone have different paths and uh and all are are valid in the end absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. and ultimately we want to we we're social creatures and we're we're we are we interact with people that we don't all believe exactly the same and it's always 
I think our dreams are are helping us to figure out how to honor our uniqueness, our own self-expression. I mean, this dream is exactly perfect for this program, honoring her Mm -hmm. unique values and also mitigating what she takes in as a social creature that still wants to get along with people and still be a part of and still get fed by certain social interactions without paying the price of giving up herself. And, of course, there's a way to do that, but it does take some consciousness and some negotiating and sometimes some some boundaries and getting figuring out how to get ourselves fed, how to feed our own uniqueness from the source itself so we never go hungry and we're always feeling satisfied and full, full of our own unique contribution in our own unique way that we get fed by spirit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you so much, Katie. And... Um... Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been really really amazing. Carl, uh, thank you so much for the time you spent with us. And it's a pleasure. Um, thank you so much for having me, Monsef. Thank you very much. I yeah. love this concept, and I love that you're focusing yeah. on this. I think a lot of good is going to come from this, and a lot of souls yeah. will be fed in just the right way. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Very grateful to you again, and um, also everyone. Thank you so much for sharing with us this space and time and sharing with us your beautiful energies. And uh, yeah, again, I highly recommend that that you sign up for the program Dream Manifesting that Kenny is offering to us, and you will find it on the link yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash Kelly, yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash Kelly, K E L L Y, or you can click on the special offer button which is on the webcast page or on the replay page. And uh, yeah, so that's everyone. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you on the next call. Bye-bye everyone. Sweet dreams. If you'd like to listen to live episodes and interact with our speakers, you can go to yourdivineuniqueness.com. Your, Y-O-U-R, divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, uniqueness, U-N-I-Q-U-E-N-E-S-S dot com.